one of the biggest mistakes I made in business when I began my business was that I was so busy doing all of the things that I didn't pay enough attention to which of the things I truly loved doing. Yeah. I just want to encourage everybody, if you're a leader, if you are running a ministry or a nonprofit, if you're a coach, whatever you're doing, give yourself permission to acknowledge the things you love doing so that as you grow and can bring on a team, you know exactly what you want to give off, what you want to unload or delegate. Welcome to the Swayology Podcast. I'm your host, Ann Watson, and I cannot wait to help you think like a business so you can inspire like a boss. I am a former corporate girl. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur turned business coach. And I'm here to bring you practical advice, inspiration, and motivation as you navigate the wild, wild world of online business and marketing. We are going behind the scenes with successful coaches, creatives, communicators, and entrepreneurs. We're getting real about their stories so you can learn everything you need to in order to love your business and your life. So whether you are working to earn an income or you aim to get your message out there, the Swayology Podcast is going to give you the tools you need to grow your self-worth and your net worth. It's not going to be easy, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. So if you're ready, let's get to it. Welcome back. Okay, I am hoping that by now you've had a chance to listen to the first episode in this two-part series, which is a teaching that I did for a very good friend of mine, Miss Amy Wicks of Wholehearted Enneagram. I got into her mastermind group and was talking about the 10 characteristics of a really great coach. And in our first episode, we went through, you know, I think one through three. And today we're going to not only go through four through 10 but we're also going to dive into the Q&As. Some of these questions were so fantastic. And I think just the conversation around them was really valuable. And I want you to hear it because I think we learn best in community. So I'm so excited to bring you this part two of this teaching that I did. And I can't wait to hear what you think about it. If you're listening and you have questions that I didn't answer or didn't think of, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at AnnWatsonTX or shoot me an email. I'll put my email or my website here in the show notes so you can find me. But don't wait to find out whether or not you would be a great coach or the person that you're hiring would be a great coach. Whatever you need, let's get you where you need to go a little bit faster. So I really hope that you enjoy today's episode. I can't wait to hear from you. You ready? Let's go. Okay. You want somebody who kind of shares your same values. Mm -hmm. Now it's okay to have a little bit of differing beliefs because we all want to grow. We all want to be challenged. But, yeah. you know, if, if it's really important to you, if faith is really important to you in your journey, then find a faith-based coach. Mm-hmm. If uh, you want somebody who is really focused on being authentic, because that's all you care about, then make sure they're not over-filtering, like, in their social media, or that they're not exhibiting some of these characteristics of the pride and yeah. arrogance, like we talked about. In as much as you can make sure that you have some of the same values Mm -hmm. so that you can kind of cut through that and get straight to the work knowing that you're on the same page. Yeah. So good. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Kind of going back to the pride and arrogance, somebody who's always talking about how many followers they have, those kinds of things. 
you know, it, those are people that are serving themselves and serving their platforms. You really want to look for somebody who genuinely wants to help you. Yeah. And who's sharing quality content that are helping people go to the next level, not just funny reels that, you know, like we talked about. (laughs) <laughs> dancing mean, and, belly buttons. And I'm, I'm, well, yeah, I'm all for like good content and reels and engaging. And, and I think there should be a mix of entertaining and education for sure. Absolutely. Um, because nobody is all just one thing, but yeah, I, we, we just want to find somebody who's more in tune with helping you than helping themselves. Amen. Oh, well put more yeah. in tune with helping you than helping themselves. Boom. Drop the yeah, mic in. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> if I had one, I would. If I, if only I had one. Okay. It's important, I think, for somebody to be cheering you on. Somebody mm-hmm. who's going to build you up. Somebody who's not hypercritical of you, but who believes in you. And yeah. this, I think, can be a tall order in a coach. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard one to know ahead of time. Uh, I have had a coach in the past who is uh, for an Enneagram eight. So she is a challenger and her, the way that she expresses herself is to get in here and like kind of point out to you what is wrong with your content and then tell you how to fix it. And then there's little old emotional me over here feeling kicked and hurt and criticized. Torn and apart. So, but and this is partly why I freaking love the Enneagram. Because as long as I'm aware that this is where my coach is coming from, then I'm not going to get so personally injured by it. But I, yes. but I, for me, want somebody who's going to cheer me on, who's going to say, you know, you're doing a great job. You're doing better than you think. Keep at it. Because that is, to me, micro motivation that's going to mm-hmm. help me keep going. So yeah. I want a coach who is also a cheerleader. Now you may not feel that way. You like, you might be like, just give me the quick and dirty. Just tell me exactly what I'm doing wrong. Tell me how to fix it and get out of my face. That's you. That's fine. Yeah. But for me, I want somebody who's kind of a cheerleader of my life. And Amy, you're one of my best cheerleaders. I love you so much. Oh, I'm so glad I get that role. (laughs) You are. You're just the best, the best. Okay. Also, practically speaking, you have to decide whether or not you need a coach that's accessible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a coaching program right now, uh, where my only access to the coach is if I submit, uh, a document for review and she'll go over it live on a coaching program once a week in our weekly call, um, which is fine. I signed up for that right now, but I've been with a coach in the past who I had Voxer access to, and that was a beautiful thing. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then I've been with a coach who gave me Voxer access to people on her team, but not her. And so I, I say, think through how much access to the coach do you feel like you need? Now, yeah. it's my experience that when you're in the beginning stages of your business, your dream, your goal, your mission, you will probably need more access to a coach than mm-hmm. later in your career. Because yeah. the more that you learn, the more you might just need uh, either a peer group or information. But when you're in the beginning, you really want one-on-one access to help you cut through the fog. Yeah. So how accessible is that coach to you? That's such a good um, question, Anne, because, and I think even just as 
just a little side note for coaches who are on this call wanting to be a better coach. Part of being a better coach is knowing what you love to do and how you love to help people. So it's not just the niche or niche, whatever people want to call it, but it's like, how do you want to be accessible? How do you want to engage with people? Does it drain you to do one-on-ones? And you and I both uh, worked with a coach who she charges $1,000 an hour for one-on-one coaching because she hates it. So she does maybe one a month, the rest, she just wants to do group and she preferred to have her team take care of the nitty gritty of things. And she just, she's going to be the one on camera. She's going to be the one with the big content ideas. And she's at the place that she can do that. And that's what she loves to do. And it brings her life. Whereas, you know, for me, I've kind of figured out, oh, I really prefer the one-on-one and the small group thing and some sort of blend of that. I And I want to have the boxer access with my clients. And I like the emails in between because that brings me joy in life. And I feel like that's um, integrity to the Enneagram coaching process. I don't know that, you know, some of the bigger scaling ways of doing it, it's just not going to be fitting for my industry and what I am doing right now. So as a coach, kind of figuring out for you, what's your sweet spot as well? How do you want to give your clients access? And then in return for you thinking about working with a coach, what's better for you. And some of that might tie into your personality type. Um, I, I have clients who use all sorts of different ways of communicating with me between sessions and how they prefer, but they definitely are probably working with me because they like the one-on-one part and that's what they're there for. Right. For sure. And, you know, two things I'll say quickly about that. One of the biggest mistakes I made in business when I began my business was that I was so busy doing all of the things that I didn't pay enough attention to which of the things I truly loved doing. Yeah, I just want to encourage everybody, if you're a leader, if you are running a ministry or a nonprofit, if you're a coach, whatever you're doing, give yourself permission to acknowledge the things you love doing so that as you grow and can bring on a team, you know exactly what you want to give off, what you want to unload or delegate. So important. And then, uh, The other thing is just, you know, having a coach that is accessible to you, the way that you need it is so important. The bigger coaches are often not accessible because they've Mm -hmm. gotten too big. Yep. So I, I am such a fan of one-on-one coaching. I think it's such a beautiful thing because it's so personal. I think you just get so much out of it. I think group coaching is is one aspect that's good, but if you can invest in one-on-one coaching, it's going to change your life. Yeah, so, that's good. I yeah. love it. Okay, so we want a coach that um, isn't just going to criticize our work, that we want somebody that's going to help us fix it. Uh, I had a coaching experience where somebody would come in and tell me what was wrong and then give me one or two ideas to help me fix it, but didn't actually help me fix it. And so I just left feeling dejected. So you want somebody who's truly interested in helping you correct the mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um, You want a coach who's not so busy that they actually have the opportunity to know your name. Yes. I literally had a group coach say that we were meeting for a retreat and she sent an email and said, I'm probably not going to know your name. There were only 30 of us and we had paid her a lot, a lot, a lot of money. And for me to get that email two days before I went to the retreat, I'm not going to know your name. I was hurt. So I want somebody who's going to know my name, especially if I'm investing 
thousands of dollars with you. I just don't think that's a big ask. <laughs> or just um, say, wear a name tag so I don't get you confused. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. There's a better way to do that, right? Totally. So, I mean, I want, I want people to be authentic, but maybe not that authentic. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally with you. Make me feel like I matter, please. Um, yes. Amen. <laughs> and then, and then the last point is that even if you unfortunately end up in bad coaching experience, you will still learn. Yes. Uh, we <laughs> say in our house all the time, we have told our kids this, you can learn as much from a bad boss as you can from a good one. Absolutely. And so I have learned so much about how to be a good coach by being in experiences where I didn't feel like I was in a good coaching experience. It's mm -hmm. made me better even being in a bad one. So if you're stuck in a bad coaching situation, all is not lost. Don't That's worry. Right. It's going to be fine. You're going to end up being a better coach because of it. So, Absolutely. and those are like the top 10 things you don't want in a coach, but I'll flip it over to you to talk about the things you do want. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, Ann and I, have a shared experience. And in the end, while the coach wasn't quite the right fit and the program was, was decent, there were connections and relationships that we yeah. both walk away with that have been life changing game changers for our business. And so yeah. I'm so glad, I'm so glad I did it anyway. And as a prayerful person and a person who like, I am on my hands and knees before the Lord asking about big purchases. It was a big deal to invest in it. And I can always go back. Well, I really felt like the Lord directed me there. And in the end, I can see how he did. He did use it very strategically. Even if I thought I was going in for one reason and came out with other reasons, <laughs> other goodness. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that's, that goes back to what I said earlier is just, even if you're not a hundred percent sure I mean, try as much as you can to know the problem you need solved when you get into coaching, but yeah. it, you may end up solving something different and that's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, one of the, um, I think with all of this, if you even just flip a lot of what we said, you'll see some gold of what you can utilize to, as you discern what's your next step, who's the next person. And you, you do have to be careful that you don't choose too many gurus, if you will, like you want just a small handful of select voices. Otherwise it's too overwhelming. As I said, at the beginning, you're trying to change too much at once. Um, when we just need some small little tweaks in our life a little bit at a time. So just changing a few habits, if you will. So I, I do really have found it's, um, it's been fabulous. Some of my favorite coaches are, humble, they're full of humility, and they understand hardship, kind of what we alluded to. They've been through the hard things. They've they've gotten back up. They've learned from them. They've gone through it, not over it, around it, or under it. They've gone through it. And so they have something to offer me so that way I can go through the hard things as well. Um, I look for someone who has superpowers that either you don't have or are using the superpowers that you want to be using well. I, I joke about the line of a seven is a five. And so I love surrounding myself with healthy fives and learning strategy, learning all these sorts of elements that um, fives are really good at um, in a more focused, paced <laughs> way. And so um, look around, you know, sometimes it's finding someone who's the same personality type as you. I love coaching sevens and, uh, you know, and, and that I just might be a couple steps ahead of them in the journey and I can pull them to my 
point in time until they're ready to learn from someone else and take even maybe even go surpass me in some arena of life. So um, also look for a coach that you have a way to get to know them first, whether it's a free call. Uh, I do offer free calls at different times. I know Anne does. Yep. It de depends on length. Some people do a full hour. I just do 15 minutes. Um, maybe they offer a training, a free training that you can get a feel for their teaching style, especially if the coaching relies on teaching uh, skills. Maybe it's a conference. Maybe it's a book. Maybe they have a free book or a book that you can get from the library to learn about their story, about the person, or even events like this, the summit I've mentioned before. A lot of those who taught this week are Enneagram coaches. They're actively coaching. They're actively taking on new clients. And then there's the coaching exhibit hall, people who have helped offer a free ticket to those who that was what they could do this year is get a free ticket instead of the all access pass. And so there are amazing coaches in there like Anne. And um, I even have a spot there because I am opening up my coaching um, opportunity for just a short window of time. Uh, and so, you know, you can kind of poke around in there. Is someone a really good fit for you right now? And I'm going to have you Absolutely. pick it up a couple of minutes while I clear my throat. <laughs> no, no problem at all. Okay. Um, so obviously we talked about it a little bit earlier that you want to see somebody who has a little bit of a proven track record. And again, this is a little bit harder to see if you're only using social media as the judge. So try to get creative and just kind of see, like, do they have a podcast or like Amy said, a book, you know, like how can you get to know them to make sure that they are having some success in the area that you're talking about? I mean, do, have you heard other people talk about them? Are, have they been interviewed on another podcast where you can get a sampling, you know, see what resources you can take advantage of. And I will say too, um, in terms of just getting to know somebody, DM them on Instagram, I mean, yes. if they're, if they're ghosting you, that's a big clue, but just start a conversation with them. I mean, why not? Yeah. Or message them on Facebook, whatever you have, but start getting to know them that way. Um, okay. Remember that an investment, it, it is an investment in yourself. It is an investment in your dream and it should stretch you. Mm -hmm. Coaching is not cheap because you're talking about how all these coaches have done all of the work to get to where they are, to have all the knowledge they have specifically to help you cut through the noise. You're going to pay for that, but don't be afraid of that. That is mm -hmm. just know that it, you're going to get a return on that investment. It's ultimately going to save you a lot of time and money, a lot of failure, a lot of heartache. So absolutely. Absolutely. You want to pick it back up, Amy? Well, and I would add to that, I, as a person who does sometimes help with finances, I would say, don't get in debt though. I am not a believer. I know some people yeah. will go ahead and tell their story about how they did get in debt in order to be part of this mastermind, or they hired this coach or whatever. And that's fine for them. That's their story. But I tell my people all the time, you are not going to get in debt in order for me to work with you. Let's do these steps that are free or less money. And then when you are at the point that you're ready to invest in this, that doesn't require debt, then let's do it. So just throwing that out there, don't get in debt. <laughs> you know, it, it's a really great point. I mean, we're Dave Ramsey fans around here. You know, we, we don't want anybody in debt. So, it, yes. but just know that most coaches that are any good, you could find a lot of free content that they provide 
Yeah. And you can learn from them. And if you really want to get coaching, set a goal to save up for it and, and let the coach know what that means to you. Yep. In fact, I'll just give a shout out and maybe pressure. Anne is going to start a podcast and that will be free coaching <laughs> yeah. content. So <laughs> it will be, it will be free that's coaching right. content. Yeah. That's, that's coming right. out next month. So Yay, excited about so that. exciting. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we, we did touch on this before, but someone who's going to take the time to know your story, to get the full picture. I always thought, man, I love co- uh, group coaching programs because I love getting to know other people, community and networking, but I needed someone, I needed that coach or at least someone on our team to sit with me for an hour to get the full scope and sequence. So I could kind of get it all out for them to do what Anne does so well and like, okay, so this is who you want to serve. This is how you want to serve them. This is how you want to show up. And this is what you need to focus on. Like those quick cut through the things. But if I just had the time instead of trying to ask, figure out how to ask my question in two minutes, which is impossible, clearly I'm a talker. So I then never asked my question. And so I didn't get the help I needed. So someone who's just willing to sit and know the story, at least one, one on call to know the full picture. Exactly. Um, uh, we were talking about the, the balance of grace and accountability, who knows just how much to push you. Uh, I have learned sometimes with each person, I try to figure out how much do I like nudge them and then know how to pull back. And so, you know, how much nudging, how much holding your feet to the fire you need, communicate it if they're pushing you too much or communicate if they're not holding you accountable, but a good coach does have some intuition there to know how to uh, balance that out in a grace-filled way. Yeah. Um, and someone who's going to share their knowledge freely, uh, who's not looking to nickel and dime you to death. Well, I tell you about this, but that's in my course here. So you have to go buy my course in order to learn what that is. I am the queen of resources. And so I will tell you all I can give in an hour. And if that's, you know, I feel like I've overserved, but then I'm going to give you the next step if there's somewhere else to get it or, you know, gift it to you or genuinely like help you find out what it is that you need. So someone who is just, who's not going to hold back and not tell you really what you need to your point, you know, kind of maybe direct you or give you half an answer because you're supposed to figure it out somehow. Cause <laughs> I think sometimes Magic. I was like, yeah, like, well, well, give it all to me. I just, just tell me, please just tell me. <laughs> right. Just guide um, me. That's what they're there for. Yes. And the last couple here is cheering you on. We talked about that being someone who will really be your cheerleader and who cares about the outcome, who doesn't care just about the transaction. I, unfortunately, sometimes we have experienced someone who we felt like we paid up front, they got our money and not totally ghosted us, but it felt a little bit like we were ghosted and they didn't care about, were we successful at the end? And the next time we heard from him, it was when it was time to sign up again. We're like, Hey, wait a minute. What about all those right. six months in between? <laughs> right. Well, and they is. never followed back up to find out, is this working for you? Yes. Are you experiencing some results? And if you're not, let's, let's talk about that. Yes. Yeah. And I, I may be, yeah, I may be guilty of, um, uh, over connecting after the coaching journey is done just because I really am so invested in stories every, every once in a while, 
someone will come up to mine in prayer or whatever. And I'll just email or message them real quick, whatever communication I have and just be like, so how are you? Like, how is this thing? Or how is that kid? Or how is that parent? Whatever it was, or how's your business doing? Are you killing it? Um, you know, those, those are important. And I know, Anne, you're the same way where you're, you're so good about checking in and, and cares about, cares about, are your people really getting the results that they came to you for? Uh, Cause that's, that is so important. So anyway, that was a lot of information and a lot. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. else would you like to share in closing anything that sticks out to you that you want to make sure you pass along? Oh my gosh, there's so much. Um, well, first of all, I did see a question in here uh, from Bonnie. How long did you ladies get coached before you became a coach? Ooh, uh, I good. actually didn't get coached before I became a coach. I found myself naturally giving advice about an area that I, cause I've got a degree in advertising and a corporate banking background. And then I had some entrepreneurship journeys while I was a stay at home mom, you know, different businesses that I was involved in. And then I just kind of found myself giving advice to creators and entrepreneurs um, mm -hmm. a lot. And it honestly, it was like 15 or 20 people who told me I should get paid to do it before I finally went, Oh, maybe I should get paid to do it. So I threw my hat in the ring. And to be honest with you, I got a little sassy with God. And I was like, all right, God, I feel like you told me to do this. I'm going to give you one year, man, just one. And now I'm like in my fourth year. I love it. Yeah. So I didn't actually get coached before I started coaching. And in fact, I don't necessarily believe that you have to be coached to become one. And I don't think you have to have all kinds of certifications. I mean, I think certifications are a healthy, good thing. Mm -hmm. But if you have knowledge or expertise in an area and you can look behind you and say to the next person coming through, let me show you what I did, or let me help you sidestep this, let, let me just help you so that you can learn faster, then you can be a coach. Now yeah. I get it's the wild, wild west of industries, right? Because you can have Uncle Tom as your favorite turkey tasting coach, uh, but, but look for somebody who has the knowledge and the personality of, that you need, that you connect with, they are going to help you go further faster. Yeah. And I'd be curious to know, I would love uh, to know if this person is thinking about becoming a coach or yeah. if that, if that kind of is playing into it, because sometimes maybe you do need to find the person who will help you get started and have a a proven track, um, like a step-by-step -step process that you can also be able to use in your coaching business or to get started. Um, that's, that's absolutely, um, a great thing. And I, I'm a, I don't know how to put this, but I'm sort of a coaching junkie. Um, so I have definitely <laughs> course junkie coaching junkie. I've definitely dabbled in coaching and courses and training and teaching and all of that for years and years and years. Um, so, you know, the, my biggest thing was finding the people who could help me cut through all of the noise, all of the training and help me really focus in and lean into what it is that I ultimately get to do now. So it's a great question. I would love to explore that more. So <laughs> maybe oh, for sure. can help give you clarity. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love to do that. And, and to just, just know ladies, if you've got a dream of a goal, a thing you want to do. If you just want to be a better mom, if you want to, if you need a little life coaching, if you need business coaching, don't wait, don't, mm. don't talk yourself out of it because 
I promise you, if there is one thing that the Lord has shown me in the four years that I've been doing this business is that there are people out there in the world that cannot move forward in their dream until you move forward in yours. That is so good. So yes. be brave, do the thing, show up, be messy, be brave enough to suck at something new, whatever it is start the business and then just stay grounded with communities like this one and, Mm -hmm. and, and get a coach, whatever kind of coach you need, get one. Yeah. Oh, and thank you. I know all you listening, you understand why she is a dear friend and I count it a joy and a privilege to walk alongside her in the wild, wild west as we're going to call this coaching universe. (laughs) Yep, exactly. It's so true. It's so true. Well, Anne, thank you for bringing your experience, your authentic stories, and your expertise to today. I just can't thank you enough. And um, I appreciate everyone, everyone who came and showed up, gave their lunch hour, or maybe their nap hour, or (laughs) maybe you were doing dishes and catching up on emails and listening, whatever you were doing to come here and be a part of it. I just feel so blessed and honored. So thank you for being here. There you have it. I hope that you got so much out of this episode. I hope you'll save it. You'll download it. You'll revisit it. You'll take all the notes. And I hope that you're going to share it with people that you know that might benefit from some of this information. Thank you so, so much for listening to the Swayology podcast. You can find all of the links for everything that we talked about today in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot and post about it on your Instagram or your Facebook or wherever you like to post and then tag me because I will also reshare it. It makes my day when you do that, but really what it does is it helps other people like you find the show and build our community. Got comments? I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram or head over to my website and shoot me an email. Thanks again for listening. I'm so happy that you're here and so happy to be on this journey with you, both of us together. And I cannot wait to see you next time on the Swayology Podcast.